3: Hello folks and welcome to the Gallant View Rangers podcast. My name's Paul McDuff and I'm delighted to be giving you the post-match reaction live from Ibrox as Rangers scudded Livingston 4-0 in the play Cup quarter-final. I'm joined by Andrew and are you sharing the same optimism as me that four goals means that we're we'll really going to win four trophies this
2: year? I certainly think that uh, it's a positive result in terms of the manager's stability. I think four goals, especially when you look at the game of the weekend where the stats would have shown that we should have scored more goals. Uh, scoring four tonight is it looks better for the, for the team as a whole. Um, we, spoke, we heard David Martindale he's, he was quick to see the similarities between the last match between the two teams. I think if we're being honest it was a more concrete performance from Rangers, especially in the second half. It, it didn't seem like it was the changes that would uh, necessarily brought the, the kind of uptake and score it, it just seemed like the longer Avengers were in the game, the better they seemed to play and then the goals came eventually. Yeah, it's better what we can do when we just
3: do the basics fucking well. Um, it's no science if you can make a five yard pass in, football will tend to be a bit kinder to you. Um just on what the what Andrew said there, um, we did get recordings of David Martindale Michael Beal and Sema, and we'll add them on to the end of the record. Because obviously we're streaming live from YouTube right now, but we'll I'll edit the video on YouTube and you can see the, the videos um, on the on the edited video. And of course if you listen to Apple and Spotify, yeah, it's already guarded on. Um so into the into the actual game then. So well I should say first of all it was our impeccably observed minute silence from um from the Rangers fans and the Winston fans are for the late Jim Forrest there was 35,000 um, Rangers fans here tonight it's not the worst eh, for a Wednesday night when it was deep, but the first half eh, just going taking it bit by, by bit I thought the Rangers started quite well Andrew and you know the 10, first 10-15 minutes we were quite aggressive we were moving the ball quite quickly we were only taking two three four touches then eh, moving it I think we were trying to get a bit of enjoyed doing the wins, for fit there was a couple of first time crosses where uh, you know they were forced over of a corner and I think they did, maybe had about five, six corners in the
2: first half. Yeah, it seemed like although we didn't necessarily stray away from our kind familiar kind of, uh, kind of style of play where we're trying to get the ball towards the you know, wing backs and getting those crosses in, what did kind of pay dividends for things was who we were trying to hit the crosses earlier we went dilly dallying on the ball, we weren't trying to carry the ball an extra couple of yards, ten yards, maybe trying to get towards the byline, but we're getting the ball at our feet and getting it in the box. Which when you're coming up against big centre halves who so maybe aren't the fastest, if you've got strikers who are you know nimble on the feet and, you know, natural in the, kind of the striking area, you you're gonna get those you kind know, of good chances. Um, I think that was quite quite a good change that Mike was made there, especially since, you know, we've heard in the past that David Martindale is aware that um, we do tend to get those high crosses in and that he knows that and they are, that stuff their plan to defend that. I think it was a wee bit of 3D chess from, from Michael um, knowing that you know, we do tend to play those crosses but if we can change the, the pace in the attack and get those crosses in earlier then we could be open for taking.
3: In I think the important thing was we didn't do the same thing over and over again. And We were trying different things, and the goal eventually came for um, the left-hand side. Uh, uh, Yilmaz, who had a decent game tonight, um, we'll come on to him even more so later. But he plays the ball in the space for Sima you know, not and, um, Sima, he? And um, Sima, he out-muscles, shall we say, the Livingston the right-back, um, takes the ball... Quick touch into the box and he curls it in to, to the keeper's far side of the post. Um, so, a lovely finish. Composed finish that we don't quite always attribute to Adela Sima. We don't always give him the credit for composure. But, um, Andrew, was your thoughts on the goal? And she that have stood.
2: Well, the main thing about it is that Adela Sima is spot on. He doesn't stop, he doesn't expect the referee to blow back, he plays on, especially with the way the bar is these days, especially when you think of it offside, you're told to play on until the flag eventually goes up. In this case, he puts the ball in the net, and then it's a case of, well, if I have a look at it, they'd ended up saying that there was nothing wrong with it, and then you go and get a goal from it. In another world, you know, he doesn't continue on the the and we don't score, especially when you look at the bar, he's given it as a clean challenge. If I was to say, as, as a, a non ref and a Rangers fan, I would tell mm. you that there was no foul. But if I was to take off the blue tinted specs, I would say, Livingston, have a shout for that to be called back. But in the end, 4 0 or 3 0, it's a Rangers victory, nonetheless.
3: And um, I can see Aldo, um, Aldo one of the, um, the subscribers in the comments saying there's no foul. And there was a mixed opinions in the. Um, in the press room as well, even a couple of different podcast where, um, well, you know, this is Ivor's fault, it was a foul, Hartman, and, uh, no, this is for fault, it wasn't a foul, Hartman thought they did, but um, <laughs> the goal stood and they went in. And, um, in hindsight, the Rangers were comfortable in the rest of the first half. I mean, Livingston did have one chance with Stephen Kelly and getting on, and they had a decent move and shooting the outside the box, but again, it was a long, fairly long range effort. Um, Rangers had a couple of half chances but we go into half time and you know, deserved winners and um you know, I think we're we feeling positive at half time. We did the are playing better than what we did in Sunday already. There was one change however where K Ma Roof comes off for um Cereal Um I know at halftime I said there was a Bella apologies folks, um this is an amateur podcast. Um, but um, I been to make a wheel afterwards. Um, it's a potential issue they the growing. We'll know more tomorrow. That's a worry.
2: Yeah, I mean, it seems to be the story of Kima Roof's tenure at Rangers. I mean, we know how good he can be when he plays and stays fit, but those those games are few and far between. And it seems like we're seeing the same things over and over and over again when it comes to Kima Roof I, I mean, it's one of those things where. It, if he doesn't have an injury leading career, he probably wouldn't end up at Rangers um, because bring all the professionalism. Like, he leads the fans there, yeah, loves him and, and he had some uh, really good scoring stats, But you know, injuries happen for that in his career. And, I mean, we're, we're just seeing seeing that happening, um, but it's not the first time, and it probably won't be the last time. Yeah, it definitely, <laughs> definitely won't. Definitely
3: um, won't. so. Um, into the second half we go with uh, Cyril Dessers leading the line and um, you know there was probably half chances for, for Rangers um, you know we, we were trying different things. Livingston maybe broached the Rangers box once or twice and I think the only time we came for a Tavernier an error and you've, I don't know, I felt the fans starting to get a wee bit frustrated particularly when Cyril Dessers um, took his time to shoot at the edge of the box Went past um, the Livingston defender, got the shot away, but um, it was, you know, eventually blocked and they, they, there was a bit of an uproar for the fans, uh, but two minutes later, the, the goal comes. The goal actually comes uh, for they Rangers put themselves under pressure on the right-back area, um, like between Tab and Suquentes, they don't really clear the ball too well, but eventually the ball makes its way to Ryan Jack, who plays it into the on-running uh, Yilmaz um, about 60 yards for goals and he just goes on the wee adventure, um, goes past a couple of players, gets the edge of the box, he does toe poke it uh, but he beats the keeper and you've seen what that meant to him, he loved every minute of
2: that. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can see he had a wee kind of rolling moment with himself in the, in the corner after the kind of ending of the celebrations. I have to say, I don't think Ryan Jack, when he leaves the ball off to him, thinks this is going to end in an assist. Um, but I'm sure he'll take it nonetheless. I mean, yeah, it just shows what he can do in terms of he gets it back to his feet and he just goes. I mean I don't I don't think even if the Livingston defenders knew it was coming that they would have had the pace to get over to him and cover him off. It was just a really well, well creative runner and then a, a good finish. Doesn't matter how you score them, if it's a, a well struck ball or if he's gonna have to have an ice pack in his toe in the morning, but you know, he'll take that. That opens his
3: account for Rangers and uh, yeah, that was going kind to of set us up for the rest of the game. And they all count, they absolutely all count. And as you say, they did, did set us up for the rest of the game. and I don't know if that second goal just unnerved the crowd or sort of settled the nerves of the crowd a bit. Um, settled the nerves of the Rangers team as well. Uh, that second goal gives you that bit of comfort. And you know, it was as comfortable as a game as a 4 0 um victory should be. Um, but you know, so for the next 10-15 minutes, um, Rangers, they, they're only really troubled. Um, in typical Rangers fashion, um, Gilmaz does go off injured. Uh, well, with camp, uh, hopefully it's not too bad for Barisic to take him on. And it's actually Borna Barisic who is involved in the, the next goal. Again, we were so dangerous on the left-hand side. It's a terrific ball for, for Barisic um, and uh, the on-running Abdallah Seymour again, who's arguably man of the match. Um... And Abdallah Seymour controls the ball, turns in towards goal. Serial Desters is screaming for it in the middle of the box. And seema. he tries to um, cross it in, hits off the defender and goes in. Um, he was honest enough to say that um, he tried to cross it, but he, he done all the work for the goal. He really did. I mean, uh, I think it was good to his name. um I I played, but I think that will be the dubious goal plan we'll have
2: a look at that one. Um, Think it, I don't think it was on target until the uh, lookers for for Levy. Um, he did finish. own goalkeeper, unfortunately, people think it's the wrong end. Um, but I suppose it's probably deserved. Sema, as I said, as you said there. I think we almost agreed. Um, probably the man of the match. It definitely is a man. He looked a wee bit more confident in himself to to make a run and know that the ball was going to come to him. And then when he has the ball at his feet, he knows that he can. Because they have just been some issues, I and mean, when you saw that a goal and a goal, um, but uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll be happy with his performance. I'm sure Michael will be pleased with his performance. He, he was quick to mention his, his, his return so far for Rangers in terms of goals and assists. Um, so yeah, I'm sure he'll be happy with
3: that. Uh, so Rangers make uh, another three changes where Sota right and Sterling uh, go on for see that and Davis, and I didn't only think while. Well, a lot of people be clamouring for the young boys to go on when you have such a depleted squad you do want to get minutes in the players who are going to feature regularly so I can see why he's put them on and again Rangers just remain comfortable um, the fourth goal did come in um, um, the dying minutes of the stage do John Sterling going into the right back James Stavon pushed further forward um, you can see Michael Biel talk about that um, uh, in the press conference in the video afterwards um, but Dijon Sterling plays it in eight half and the, you know, high up the wide, the wide right wing, sorry, Um, he cuts it back to the on-running Scott Wright, who does ever so well to dummy it for the on-running Ryan Jack, and Ryan Jack just paces it. It's a lovely finish posting in. But it's meant that Ryan Jack, with a basic pass in his own half, is getting an assist, and Scott Wright probably won't get an assist for doing that bit of imagination.
2: I mean... (laughs) <laughs> Looking at that goal and general, it was a lovely piece of piece of play. I mean, it's something that we've probably been starved of um, in recent weeks. I should be given go between Sterling and Tavernier. A bit of imagination. Yeah, you know, just that they kind of lay it off and, and go and beat your man and, and see if you're going to have that that space open up. And it did. Tav picks it a, a really solid ball, just cutting along the grass, lovely. And Scott Wright, had, it's a part of me that thinks he maybe tried to control it. Um, and, Missed it, but I'm sure he'll be sitting in midnight. And what can you say about Ryan Jack's finish? Cool as you like and in that corner, especially against Jamal George. who He made some pretty decent saves when called upon, and he's been known to make a couple of good saves against us in previous fixtures. But um, he was well beaten for that one.
3: So um, we spoke to Michael Beal afterwards, and also you can see what he had to say. But Andrew, what, what was your thoughts on his demeanour? That's the one thing I want to pick out because he was asked about it. He said. He was asked by one of the, the, the journalists saying you're usually quite a, a it upbeat, a lot of energy, um but there's a different different vibe to you tonight and he his reply was just he's, he's focused. Um do you think there's more to that or do you think he's just getting the game face on?
2: I, I don't know, it's hard to it's hard to read him at times. Um it was quite diff- different seeing him like that I have to admit, because um, we do know what he's been like. Some people have maybe said he, he speaks a little too much and gives away too much in his press conferences. I thought his finances were sharp and, and to the point. And I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm still, I know it might be a bit of an, an annoyance to some of the support, but I'm still firmly behind Michael. I think he still is the right man to take us forward. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
3: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use
2: code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Um, I think even just having that we've of keeping your car close to your chest while you kind of winning back in some of the eyes and then just trying to have that opinion that he gives too much away and he is too outgoing in his press conferences so i think it's uh, a winner on all fronts tonight and then there's, there's the supporters I four, four and michael's michael's a wee bit more closed off uh what can you ask for
3: so there is a wee bit of wind in background That is come five so apologies about the audio folks um but um as i said the if you're watching this live um just now um the press conference won't be added on until I get the full video re-uploaded on the YouTube, and it'll be on shortly after. But just a massive thank you to everybody watching, uh, everybody supporting the podcast. Also, we don't really get into the anywhere near the press areas without your support. So, a massive thank you as always. If you do want to see more content, you can um, join us on YouTube, uh, Apple, or Spotify um, for a pound a month to get daily content. Um, But no, that's all from me. Um, A massive thank you to you all watching. And Andrew, thanks for joining me in my wee adventure tonight. Thanks very much. It's been a a great night. Uh, Overjoyed. Glad to have you, mate. And as some of the listeners have commented live, the lights are suddenly going out at Ibrook, so we are going to go before we get chucked out. So until we speak to you again tomorrow, folks, take care.
1: A bit of sheen on the performance overall today, on top of the result, obviously, you wanted. Yeah, look, we won uh, a game, third game in seven days, another clean sheet, we're in semi final. Livingston never had, I think, a shot on target, so it was a good night for us. What pleased you most overall about the performance from yourself? We just stayed with the ball a bit more first half, we were a bit more patient. I thought at times we could speed up a little bit, but in terms of our general possession, it was much better than the weekend. And, Abdullah sort of showed the way really with his running off the ball, we, we need to do a little bit more of that, and uh, hope by the end of the game we did. How pleased he would to get his goal, to get such a goal to open it Yeah, delighted for him because he's had a, a rough first year and a bit to his Rangers career because he showed moments and flashes of, of why the club invested in him and why he was such a, a, a big talent in Turkey and the national team so young, but obviously injuries have, have held him back. And so hopefully that's the start of him um, showing what he can do more regularly. Is, it, is he injured, Michael, and in, uh, in Kimar as well? What situation was there? Uh, Ridvan was cramped, Kamar is a growing problem, so we'll know more tomorrow. It, in terms of, of the full-time whistle, if you compare that to, to the weekend, it seemed to be quite a different atmosphere. You, you sense that changing? I just remember we've got to win football games, we won another one, it's four on the bounce. it's clean sheet. Um, yeah, I think the difference between today and the weekend, we were the, we were, I don't know where the rubbish come from, that Mugwell were the better team at the weekend, look at the stats, they weren't the better team in, in that football game. So, we were, I was right to say in possession we were poor, we were better tonight, we won the game, uh, on to the next one. How do you ensure that you build on that, because last Thursday we saw such an impressive result against Real Betis, then a drop at the weekend, albeit still a win. How do you ensure you continue the standards as as I said? The thing is, when you ask teams to play three games in seven days, and then you ask them to play four in ten, the entertainment and the energy value is going to go down. The risk of players getting injured, not just for Rangers, in any league, in any country, that's it. So, I think for us to just keep winning at this moment in time, look at the list of players that are out. They're the players that bring the guile and and bring the style to the team. I thought tonight, first half, Sam Lammer's played well. I thought Abdullah was eye catching. That's his fifth goal, fourth and fifth goal in probably seven or eight starts. He's scored in some important games so far. So well done to him. Michael, can I ask you
3: about either side you speak about Sam Lammer's area? Abdullah and Red Fine happy with what you got from uh, your
1: players in either front tonight. Yeah, I was pleased enough, you know, the, the triangles on the side worked well. I thought the times Sifu went high and let Sam stay wider. Other time, James went high and he came inside. Uh, you saw when Dujon came on that James we're looking at maybe at times going up a line as well and he gets a good assist for Ryan. It's just at this moment in time when the game's coming, there's not much in between we can work on. It's just uh, every time we play at the minute, it's just making sure everyone's fit and healthy for the next one. So the game's coming around thick and fast, I thought. Our left side tonight was probably uh, the reason we won the game. I thought Ridvan and Abdullah between them. Um, the energy they showed down that side it obviously led to the first two goals.
0: Michael, are you in a kind of change in philosophy? It's like from the start of the season, we seem to be playing with more retains and narrow. We seem to be playing a bit more expansively wide. Has that been a, a decision by yourself just based on what you've seen so far? It seems to obviously have a good effect. You, know, you seem to suit Abdallah who did probably end his best night so far. The
1: biggest issue we've had is all the players who knew the way we played in the final third and moved on, and loads of new guys come in and have to find their feet and their relationships. We played tonight exactly the same as, as, as we went back to, really. The 4-3-2-1, and just ask the time from to play a little bit wider, depending on the triangle, it's how he's always played. But losing, coming back this season without Morelos, Cholak, Sakala, Arfield, Haji, um, Tillman... Campbell's not playing tonight. Lawrence is not playing. Ryan Ken. These players had the relationships, and so we're building new ones. And I thought the front three tonight, or certainly Sam and um, Abdullah, I thought they did their roles ever so well. So I'm pleased to for both of them. Michael, regards um, to the squad. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, I was just going to see regards to the squad. Is there anyone due back soon, or is, is things going to get better in due actually? I think by the back end of next week, you, you, there's, there's a half chance that we might see Kieran Dow and Nico Raskin uh, by the time we, we go and play St. Um But the call will be made on that a little bit later. Um, otherwise, this is the boys that we're working with. So to lose Kamar tonight possibly is... It's disappointing and it just shows how much strain that the team's under at the moment. So fair play to the players for playing so much control tonight and, and winning the game. Um, there's a lot of eyes on them at the moment and I thought tonight they, they, uh, they did very, very well. Michael, you. Um, you mentioned you brought in deuteron slot in a minute right
3: back and James you're moving forward into midfield. Um, that's obviously happened late in a couple of games
2: recently. Is that something the Rangers could get to see more often as the season progresses?
1: I think so because um, Dujon's such an excellent player that it's really hard to keep him out. Our captain plays right back and has been excelling as well, so we're, we're blessed in that position. Dujon can obviously go across the left back, but I feel we have two very, very good left backs. and Unless we want to change the system to a back three, um, which at times, if you look at the names on the piece of paper, it looks less adventurous, um, then I think that we need to look at an option at some time to James going up a line, certainly to. Uh, to allow him to get into crossing positions maybe a little bit easier. And it was lovely the way they combined for the goal. John, last one. Michael, just your reaction to drawing Hawks in the semi-final. We obviously got them in the back of a wonderful goal by Alex Lowry last night. Yeah, it's a team i probably watched the most this season because of Alex. I was at their game last week and unfortunately didn't get on against St Mirren, which was a good game. I think all both tyres uh, look very, very good for the neutral, good for the competition. It's quite a long way off with the amount of games we got and uh listen it will be a, a really good day out for everybody and, and when we get there there's no point going to a semi final without wanting to go back for the big day out in, in December. So that'd be our focus right now when you recover and play against Aberdeen in what two days time. Michael can
3: actually your mood seems to have changed a little bit the last week. Have you been a bit irked by some of the the reaction noise? You
1: normally quite a- I don't know. kind of. It kind of feels like a bit more pointed now. No, not really. It's just we're in the middle of a big schedule and af- we're with, af- with focused. We come back after the international break, hurting a little bit as a team. Naturally, you would with the with the way that went. The boys have responded really well. It's important that we're honest with each other. It's important that we drive standards, but it's also important that we realise that at this moment in time, with the games coming and the players we got out, that we just continue to look robust and strong as a team defensively. And then the chances will come off the back of that. I want it to be a bit more open and free flowing and expansive. And I think with some of the names we've got out, they'll give us that after the international break, hopefully. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Obviously, from your point of view,
3: because
0: you were they say the least. I thought it was a game. I think I actually thought uh, Wally was going to let the game play on, which he did, and then I felt he was going to blow the whistle. Um, but when we went to bar, I thought, like, right, we'll be okay here. Um, obviously not. So, disappointed because I did think it was a throw. I'll be honest, I thought it was a thrill. Um Never got it, but I thought we were spooked. First 15 minutes, I thought we struggled to get a grips with our shape and our partners. and where we were playing. Ryan Jack was playing a wee bit further forward than we thought it was going to be. it was getting on the ball. But we managed to get grips with that, but the first goal spooked us, I think. Um, and then the second half, the second part of the first half, I thought we managed to build ourselves back into the game. We limited them to very few chances because the first, the first maybe 20, 22 minutes, somewhere along the lines, there was a lot of chances going behind us quite a bit. But I thought the second part of the first half, I thought we managed to build ourselves into the game, get ourselves in at half-time 1-0, had a wee chat, had a wee tweak in the shape. And I thought we actually started the same half very well, thought we were doing okay, and then we gave away a cheap goal, a cheap goal, just individual, individual errors within that phase of play, which is disappointing, and then it was just very reminiscent of the league game to be fair, um, we lose another couple of goals which is disappointing, so from my aspect it's something I'm going to have to immediately look at because that's 11 goals. 11 goals in three games against the old firm, and it was shut. And for me, that's not good enough, and I need to look at myself also. Talking about these, these two games against the old firm in the last five days, you, ex- you expect more from your team. You say you
1: look at yourself, but you expect more from your team. Would you think the, the score lines a bit harsh? I expect mostly far.
0: <laughs> um, no, no. I think against the perfor- old right the performance was really there, but. The game we give away a cheap goal, give away a cheap penalty from good possession in the opponent's half. Um we give away a cheap goal. So but I thought oh, once once Joe gets sent off, we're well within the game at that point. Why am I calling it sell That was you. Across the two what was across question. <laughs> <laughs> across the two, do you think
1: the score lines have been harsh? Do you
0: think you, you expect um, more? I thought Saturday was a wee bit harsh, but we never took our opportunities, but I thought that came down to the quality at to the top end of the park. They've got a wee bit more quality than us. Tonight mm, no. No, I don't think the scorelines harsh to be honest, because I think they were defending in the final third that the game wasn't good enough. It's not up to standard. And that's all over the park lot, no, just looking at the defensive unit. So the 4-0 was probably more deserved in the league game here where I thought the performance was a little bit better against probably a stronger Rangers team. And I think it's fair to say tonight Mick was missing probably five of his most influential players um, and similar scoreline, cheaper goals and our performance wasn't quite there. Um, so no, I think we probably deserved that tonight. You joked that
3: you expected more from... Have you spoke to the officials? Have
0: you explained no. the decision around the first I'm day? not, Mark. I won't speak to them. Honestly, I don't mean it like that. I just don't see the point. It's out of my control now. Like really. it's a circumstance that I'm not going to waste <coughs> any more time or energy on. I mean that. I don't mean that in a negative way towards the officials. They've made that decision. Vaz made the decision. I can't change that. So I'm, I'll probably not waste any more time or energy on it. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. But. <coughs> It is what it is, hopefully some of the decisions will go our in the future, but I'll no waste it. I'll no speak to Crawford, I used to when I first came into management, and probably even assistant manager, was never off the emails at the weekends, but I don't think any official was out there they... it's opinions isn't it, it's like opinions, like that's probably one of the frills where there will be a certain element of a football fan or of officials or players or managers who maybe think it's a wee bit soft and it wasn't a film. But I think, I speak for the majority, I think most would say there was enough contact there, there was enough um, forcing the, the hand in the back to get the film. So I'll probably, nah, I'll not waste any more time to be honest, I'll just focus on, I'll go in we'll look over the game tomorrow and I'll, the focus will be on St Dodson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Congratulations on the goals tonight. What did you make of the game? Yeah, you know, uh, we know like it uh, was a high game, you know for us, so
1: we prepared we well that game, so we are happy to win it.
0: What was your goal, the first one? Obviously, a bit of contention over the challenge, but you finished that really well. What was your kind of thoughts on the on the on the goal? Yeah, so
3: so you know like uh, this week uh, we just working for that, you know, like for. Uh, the start of uh, movement, you know, and i am very happy you now to to get that ball. So, a score like that, so i am very happy. Livingston felt there was a foul, but you pushed the player in the back for the first goal. Do you think there was enough him to go down or...? But, uh, you know, that's uh, the this decision for, for Griffey, you know, so, you know, like, uh, for me, that's not for you know, so... You know, that's that's the decision of perfect, so we can do anything. You know, so I am just have to score. That's the most important. Is the second goal your goal? Was it a shot? Was it going on target? Be honest.
0: Yeah, I'm honest. You know, like uh, for me, it's
3: my my intention was uh, to make to make assists to make pass, You know, so I'm happy the ball goes. so <laughs> one, you have an opportunity now to play at Hampden Park in a semi-final for Rangers. Is that something that you're looking forward to? Yeah, but that's I look for. You know, like that's why uh, I I, I, I I'm joining this club. You know, to to, to to play games and score and help
2: them. So I'm happy. Yes. Thank you cool. thank you. Thank you.